Welcome to the Crap Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, 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 hey. We have music again. Well, okay. Well, we had it at the end of episode one, but we didn't have it at the beginning of episode one. You gotta love Apple products sometimes. Do you we? don't. I, I don't feel like I do. Well. I mean, I, Wells, do you do you love Apple products? Because I don't. I mean, I'm just not a... I mean, I still have an iPod Classic that works. Yeah. From like... You can make some money off 2008. that. 2008. Yeah, like part of me is like, uh, how, how much you want for that? Like, I, I could throw a little... NVMe drive into that bad boy. Get some lightning fast music. Because I don't stream music anymore. Like, I'm that weirdo. Like, I just have my giant collection of music that I've downloaded. I don't even bother with streaming services because I can't find half the time the algorithms are stupid and they don't have what I want. Or they play, like, one song that I want and then something wildly out of right field where I'm like, yeah. this is not it. Yeah, I'm sorry because you have such a, a specific taste of, like, holiday fridge magnet and, you know, PV box <laughs> and, you know, like, just. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, well, did you get into anything? Because we didn't talk about it last show because Jeff kind of hogged the mic with this QCBF talk. So it turns I out. I hogged the mic. I hogged the mic. How? It, it turns out I. I Something kind of happened to me that I wasn't really paying attention to, but I crossed 10,000 unique check-in beers on Untapped. Did somebody come out and give you a handy? Is that happening? No. Oh, I, it was okay. like, I just like checked in or whatever, and then I got a message the next day from a friend that was like, hey, man, congrats on the 10,000. I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't push that to Twitter. No. I, no, God, no. Ew. I thought I was fancy. Do you remember when everybody used to do that? Oh, oh, oh I know. Oh, no. There's Still some people, and I'm speaking specifically to Chuck. Chuck, please disconnect Twitter from Untapped. You don't need to push all of those to Twitter. Oh, God, you're right. You're right. He still has that shit going. You fucking asshole. I probably should have been nice. He t- DM'd me the other day, and he was like, oh, I'm working on a, on a, on a box to send you guys. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then he posted a bunch of shit to Twitter of his check-ins. And I'm like, man, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Then I'm like, wait, why do I care that nobody cares? I shouldn't even be on Twitter because Twitter is a cesspool dead. You know, I will say my life feels a lot better now that I'm not really paying attention to Twitter anymore. Man, and like every now and then I'll hop on Twitter and I'm like, within 10 minutes, I'm enraged. I'm like, this is not healthy. No, that's not. Not healthy at all. So I don't, you know, it's like I, I just don't. I don't bother tweeting out or uh, mentioning my handle anymore. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to be on there. I don't want people messaging me. You know, yeah. like, it's just, it's not worth it. Yeah. <sighs> Anywho. Yeah. So, Wells, there's news. There's things that have happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Like, poor Morganton. What happened? Morganton. Morganton, North Carolina. The birthplace of Catawba Valley uh brewing or top of brewing and uh well they're moving production of white zombie and everything from the morganton tap room probably to louisiana soon cool awesome so the morganton tap room like the og facility has been closed and uh hillman brewery uh Asheville based whatever uh has announced that they're intending to take over that lease but while they do the upfits and everything, uh, since obviously a build out is going to take some time to kind of get things the way they need it and inspected and all that, they're opening up a temporary tap room 
just across the street from where their final destination will be in Morganton. So we've had a couple, maybe just one uh, Hillman beer on the show before. It was an ESP. Okay. I mean, you know me. I get all yeah, tingly yeah. whenever I see ESP. They're good beer. Um, I apparently Hillman's opened a second uh, tap room that I have not been to. I've only been to their main one. Um, really cool. Just you call it mountainy, foresty. Like there's a creek out back, and it's just oh, that's it's, cool. It's quite lovely and, and very low key compared to a lot of the other South Slope breweries. Um, so I'm interested to see what they do to Catawba because honestly, I wasn't stopping by the Catawba facility to begin, to begin with. with. Like, yeah. you know, Fauna Flora's down the street and I'm kind of good there. But I mean, it'll be nice to have like a second reason to go to downtown Morgan to know. There you go. I don't have anything else to say, Jeff. I, um, Morganton's one of those that I drive by and not through. So um, maybe one of these days I'll visit. Maybe one of these days. I've got free time right now. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so the headline kind of says it all, and it is kind of weird that we have hit the golden age of non-alcoholic beers. I don't feel like you can say that when you're in it. Like, okay, you know... So, so I, I'm already like hot taking the hell out of this without even reading any of it. Right. But like, okay, so Athletic had a good year. Very good Heineken year. had uh, uh, the dumbest commercial of the Super Bowl. The I don't Ant- even remember the, it. The Ant-Man commercial. That was on the Super Bowl? Because I saw that like a couple of weeks ago before. Well, okay, maybe it's a little bit of both. Like it was the first time I had seen it. So okay, like, okay, you know, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. But like, gotcha, you know, gotcha. like... Ant-Man tie-in with Heineken for in a beer. Like, I don't understand. This is so dumb. Yeah, it was dumb the first time I saw it. It is had a bit of a resurgence because we need something new to fixate on. I I don't feel like we're far enough along to call this the golden age of non-alcoholic beer. Is it better than it ever has been? Perhaps. Not even perhaps. It is. But arguably before... In the previous iterations, when there was a focus on non-alcoholic beer, it was on macro beer. Yes, you know, and so yes, one hundred percent, it was. So you know, non-alcoholic light lager is, as the kids would say, hits different than a non-alcoholic IPA might. Yeah, because when you think of O'Doul's or Penn State or any of the other ones that were out there, they all tasted like trash absolute trash water because they all were emulating Bud, Coors, Miller, right. and I mean, specifically I a, Lights. I had a Bush non-alcoholic once. I'm sorry. I know. It was dreadful. That sounds And he awful. survived. That's, that's the key thing. He well, survived. I'm probably still suffering gastrointestinal distress. I mean, it, it, it's one of those things where it is cool to see, like, Stillwater is making a good in a beer. Um, Athletic, making some good different styles. It's not just a lager. There's an IPA. There's this. There's that. Would you consider a hoppy, like a carbonated hoppy water, a non-alcoholic beer? No. Okay. And that, um, um, I, that's fine. And I would agree with you, uh, especially as somebody that has started doing that and is having fun with it. Like, it's fun, but is it a beer? No. 
I'm just throwing a couple of hot pellets into my soda stream bottle. Is it a malt based beverage? Then no. I mean, I, I don't have anything against like hop waters and things. I I think they're have a time and place to exist, but you know, it's not it definitely there. is there in that market for a similar type reason. Oh, However, she's, she's bringing the meat and cheese plate. If you want meat and cheese, I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> I thought that tonight's snack brought to us by Heather. <laughs> I Heather, thought the dog, yeah, I thought snack. the dogs were trying to break in too. I was like, what is happening? So there you go, meat and cheese. If you Woo. want, have at it. That was part of our Super Bowl spread. Time to take a break. Okay, we'll be back in. <laughs> Anyways, well, let's continue. At least twenty-five minutes. So I've been. I definitely did not do a dry January, but I did pick up just a, a loose, like, I'm going to just grab a couple non-alcoholics, and mostly from Untitled Art. They had, like, a hazy and a West Coast, okay. all, all non-alcoholics, an Italian Pilsner, okay. American Light Lager. I'm like, okay. these are really good. I mean, I would be into any one of those, to be honest. Yeah, but they're... There's something that I've kind of noticed, and I can't quite put my finger on why this is this causes it, but it it tastes like like the West Coast IPA, but everything, especially the hop profile, has almost like a tea ness, like a black tea ness uh, aspect to it that I typically associate with like out of date mm, centennial hops. Okay, so that. Took a little bit of adjusting to get used to like that kind of flavor, but honestly, once I did get used to it, I really enjoyed those. So, again, well, as Grandpa used to say, you get used to hanging, you hang there long enough. <laughs> all right, Frank. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all right. So, dirty little secret time. I will do the same thing of it's a Friday, it's a Saturday, I know I'm going to be drinking, and I will make sure to throw in a couple of NA beers into the mix. So my brain still thinks I'm drinking beer, and I don't feel so bad the next morning. Because I'm old. Yeah, and, and honestly, just one, you know, kind of gives me that pause. Like, I'm not trying to... I just want to mix things up a little bit, right? Right, like I'm not trying to live that in a life. No. But. Sure, but you know what else mixes things up is water. Drink water. Yeah, I know. I'm like, no, I know, and you're right, and you're a hundred percent right. If I'm sitting down and I'm you, having, I mean, I've got these guys. Like, I'm having. If, if I'm having one of those days where I'm doing three or four, about halfway through, usually after the second one, obviously, I mean, I'm getting a full glass of water because, like, it just. And yeah, I totally should be that person because I do. Like, typically kill, like, for the listener, I've got this nice little metal bottle that I can put water and ice in. And it's like, a 40. It is 40. It's taped to his hand. It, it is a 40-ouncer. Uh, that ice will stay for an entire day, sometimes two, depending on the weather. Like, nice ice-cold water constantly. And, yeah, what do I do? Instead, I have an N.A. beer in the mix of my beers because I'm a fucking stupid weirdo. Because you would rather spend money on that than just free water. And that's just that. me being cheap. Okay. No, 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 I totally get it, because you're right, because that shit ain't cheap. I mean, it's the same price as a normal six-pack of beer like from a brewery anymore. I'm going to I'm gonna segue, sidetrack for a minute, because I know our, our news isn't thick tonight. Mad Dog 2020. 
That was the segue right I there. I don't like where this is going. Right, right, right. The look, I know your kids in college, but come on, man. Well, so, so I made the joke about the the forty because you've got that bottle that that says forty ounces on it. But like, we're we're actually you know. So you're talking about my kid in college, and we were there yesterday. And you know, as we're walking down the street in Chapel Hill, you know, there's a couple homeless guys talking, and they both have a Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. And I'm just like I'm sitting there wondering, like, so this actually sparked a conversation with my 18 year old because <laughs> I'm like, because I'm laughing, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't like I hate to be this way, but could you be any more stereotypical than right. drinking Mad Dog 2020? Like, did I just time travel? Right. And so he starts asking questions. You're like, what's a Mad Dog 2020? And so I'm like going through the whole thing. And then I kind of started thinking about like, what's the, what's the actual goal there? Right. I mean, like, yes, it's like, I'm assuming because it's cheap and it's, it's cheap and it's fruity. Cause is it fruity? Am I thinking of something else? Because I thought Mad Dog came in like fruit flavors, like strawberry kiwi and different things like that. It looks like it does. Okay. I was say, I'm pretty sure it was cheap and fruity. So if you didn't want like OE or something like that, you could get your fruity pont liquors okay. instead. So MD 2020 spiked punch tangy orange, 12%. Woo! Which... I guess I didn't realize, like, I was always like, oh, yeah, like, I'm sure it's strong because it's malt liquor. Right. I guess I never really put, like, numbers to it to think, like, how strong it is. Because I was like, in my mind, I was like, well, that was a big deal back then because it was probably, like, 7%. Yeah. And now 7% beer is no big deal. Right. But you can buy it at a gas station as a single and, like, yada, yada, yada. 12%. Yeah. Today I learned. Yeah. That's a, it's a big boy. Thank you, no thank you. Wow. Okay, sorry about that. No, no, you're fine. So, Jeff, you threw this story in, so I'm going to kick it over no, to you. No, I didn't. Oh, this is me. Oh, I thought... Nope. Jeff did. Okay. Incorrect, sir. My bad. Wells, this is yours. All right. You know I don't post articles, but like... Hey, you didn't post qu- one. Once a quarter. <laughs> uh, So, you know me, I love... Finding little articles about like changes that are being made to states' liquor laws. Yes, and there is kind of a neat little bill uh, working through. I believe this is New Hampshire. That if you're studying like hospitality industry, you know, and if you're doing like a component that requires you to sample wine. Um, but you're under the age of 21, mm-hmm. this is, it, it now will be legal okay. for these colleges to serve alcohol to minors, alcohol to minors, but it's like, you can taste it, but then you have to spit it out. Wink. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Accidentally. Ah, uh, damn it. Oh, no. Go ahead and say it. You're going to say you accidentally swallowed. Go ahead and say it. Nope. 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 I'm not going there. Uh. I did. I didn't exhale. <laughs> you definitely swallowed. So yeah, I just 
I mean, it's it's cool, but that sounds like a slippery slope real quick. I don't know. I mean, if you have to, you know, study a whole bunch of wines for a college course, like... You're already rich enough. You're drinking anyways. Yeah, probably. But at, at least now the school can't get charged with a felony. So there's that. All right. That's all I had there. Cool. But that's what they want, right? The school wants to be able to say, we have a policy. We did a thing. Look at us. We have a program. Therefore, we're good. Okay. All right. Josh, you can talk about yeah, this is density state by state. This is actually very interesting. This Jeff. is really this was, compelling for th- podcasters. This is the one you posted. I was, was just doing, yeah, uh-huh. I was doing a little bit of zooming so we could see the map a little bit better. Um, so we always hear there's too many breweries. There's too many breweries. There's too many breweries. There's too many breweries. I think this kind of tells the case that there isn't too many breweries. Top ten most brewery dense states. What's number one? Oh, no Vermont? surprise there, Vermont. Okay. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, Vermont's tiny, mm-hmm. and there's sure. a lot of breweries there. Yep. But okay, so to have 116 and a half breweries per million people, they've got 643,000. So that's like mm, half, and then there's 300 breweries in the state. Am I doing that math right? I don't care. I mean, honestly, like, that's one of those states where I've always known that they're very brewery dense. And, like, Jeff, you'll get this notion, I would assume, Wells, probably not as much. Yeah, because he's dumb. No, the the wife wants a white Christmas, and she's never had one. You're going to give her a white Christmas? And I thought, like, skeet, skeet, skeet. Vermont, New Hampshire, you fucking assholes. <laughs> Gonna paint the house white. Vermont, New Hampshire, those would be two great states to do an actual legit real. It's cold. There is snow for like a week. And while I'm there, let's go brewery hopping. And then I also thought about, oh, wait, no, because I don't know how to drive in that shit anymore. So that sounds like a bad idea. Yep. But. Maybe one day, because I do know Vermont is one of those states where it is jam-packed with breweries. What's number two? Uh, Number two is Maine. Okay. Again, kind of makes sense, right? Maine's not a big state. state, Not a lot of population, but a lot of breweries. And again, we know a lot of breweries in Maine, right? Number three. Uh, Montana. What? Huge state, very few people. Yes. Huge state, very few people, all kind of around a couple of population centers. Yeah. Uh, who's the brewery that does that fucking scotch yep. ale? Yep, they do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, who's uh-huh. that? They're in Cold Smoke. Yeah, Cold um, Smoke. They're yep. in Montana. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Anyways, well, so what's number four? Jeff tries to recall that one. Colorado. It kind of surprising that Colorado is this low on the list. To be honest to me, I mean, there's a lot of people that live in Colorado. Right? I do. There's which a means shit there's there. a lot of like the more breweries than I care to think about. Oh, yeah. No, Colorado's got a ton of breweries, too. Uh, and population-wise, it's it's grown... Kettle House! Kettle House. There we go. Uh, it's grown tremendously since I was a child. Like That was kind of one of those states where, you know, as you get older, you're like, you're kicking yourself because you're like, man, I could have moved to Denver before Denver was Denver. Like, they nobody wanted to live in Denver 20 years ago. And now everybody wants to move to Denver. It's a mile-high city, yo. 
All right, what's number five? Wyoming. Again. One kind of surprises me because not a lot of people in Wyoming. And I don't, off the top of my head, there is not a Wyoming brewery that sticks out. But when you're only 576,000 people, that's 10 per, 10% of what Colorado is. That's true. All right, so now let's flip it. What's the number one least populated on this list? West Virginia. And then number nine is Arkansas, followed by Nevada, New Jersey, Georgia, Texas, Utah, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, which some of those make a lot of sense to me. Because I would say you read through almost all of those states and I don't think breweries. Te- Texas, okay, is one thing, but like Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia has been stuck kind of in that quagmire of just terrible beer, beer laws, laws yep. forever. Yeah, like Georgia's finally starting to kind of come up to the normal. But I've been to a handful, I say a handful, like three or four of the breweries in Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of com- fun places. Yeah, they're you not know? terrible. So it's not like, you know, like whatever. What I found interesting is, you know, you look at all of this list. Um, so the brew um, breweries per million people, the higher number means, you know, their top, you know, Vermont at 116, Mississippi at 5.7. And so one of the things that we talk about, like, especially here in the Charlotte market, is every time a brewery opens, everybody throws their hands up. Yes. Oh, great, another brewery. That's exactly. We have too many breweries. And it's like North Carolina is uh, about 36. 36 breweries per million, which, which puts is... them closer to, you know, the, well, I don't know. It's probably right in the middle somewhere. Which I was going to say, 30, that's not a bad number at all. Like, I, I would be all. quite happy with that number. And I am quite happy with that number. And yeah, I've, I've never felt like we have too many breweries in the city. Like, that's one of the weird things um, with, yeah, I'm, I'm slow drinking. But, we all are. Yeah. We're over here snacking. Okay. Um, every time that I go out with Wells, it's like exploring a new part of the city that I didn't know existed. Because there's Are you a, talking about breweries or something else you guys do when you go out? Well, you know. That's after. That's after. But just like all the random weird pockets of Charlotte that you don't really pay attention to unless right. you live over there or there's a brewery unless over you know. there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, well, and you know, so I've told the story to you guys about going to the Barrel Arts, which you both are familiar with. Yeah. But anybody who doesn't live on that side of town, when you start talking about Camp North End, they don't get it. Yeah. None of it makes sense. And I'm yep. like, okay, well, here's kind of a you know, relation. I'll even pull up the map. They're like, huh. I didn't realize anything was even up there. Yeah. Yeah, one of the best, in my opinion, one of the best tap rooms in the city because it's huge and there's not a lot of people there and it's an amazing brewery. Uh, so I'm just curious. So we know where North Carolina is. What about our two home states? So Jeff, where is Kansas at in this? Why mix? do I care? I don't care about Kansas. Well, it's my home all right. State. Kansas is at 23 and a half. That okay. puts it probably in the bottom 20. I'm all sure. right. What about Indiana? Indiana 28.1. It, you know, negligibly ahead. I mean, even Illinois 24.3. Although Illinois is a big state, it's all like Chicago breweries, and then like there's a couple like scattered throughout the rest of the state. For those of you not familiar with the Midwest, the Midwest is a whole lot of nothing and occasionally a city. Yep, pretty much. Like that was when I first moved here. I think that was one of the most amazing things is something 30 minutes away. Oh, 
you're going to see shit for 30 minutes all the way from leaving your house to going to that place. There's not going to be any empty land. There's not going to be cornfields or anywhere else. And then when I went back home for the kiddo's graduation, I'm like, oh, yeah. Now I remember what this is like where you drive 30 minutes. This is nothing. Just nothing. It takes me 45 minutes to get to the Noda area, Divine Barrel. And I go back to my hometown. And in 45 minutes, I could go really far and do a lot of stuff. The stuff that I used to think took forever to get to, I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually really super close. What was my problem all these years? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, fuck off if you think we have too many breweries because we don't. You should just, you should, I I know you two tend to hover around the uh, Charlotte beer subreddit or the charlotte subreddit yeah you should just start posting this every freaking time somebody starts complaining (laughs) like nope nope lawyered 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 yeah pretty much because yeah that and you know too you also think about north carolina is a good example where typically at least if you're talking major population you've got four cities you've got here and you've got the triangle right um there's a couple of breweries up in the triangle that I think about, but not a lot. I know, I know that they have a good number of breweries up there, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't think about that as a craft beer hotbed like I do here or Asheville. Is Winston-Salem included in the triangle? No. Triad. Okay. Yeah, that's part of the triad. <laughs> Rise of the triad. Right. Oh. Shout out to all my uh, 90s PC gamer fans. Oh, yeah. Floppiness for life. Let's go. Mushroom mode, baby. Mm. All right. Uh, any more <laughs> Any more number talk? No. no. Number right. good. Number, number, number over. We're going to go to break. We'll be back in 30. said we're ready it's time for buy to buy it's pretty simple how does that work we've been drinking beer on the show and it's a pretty simple scale it's a one or it's a zero sometimes listeners donate beer sometimes we buy our own sometimes we even do a trade if you ever do want to work out a trade hit us up craft uh, contact craftbeercast.com or hate mail craftbeercast.com either one of those work jeff what's our first beer up uh first beer up is from fat orange cat they're a brewery from um, North Haven, Connecticut. Oh, it's one of those 10% or 12% uh, distributed things. Um, it's red text on the green label, so this is really killing my... Uh, and you don't have your old band glasses with well, you. Well, like I don't... Like I've got that like um, male color blindness when it comes to like orange and green stuff. So uh-huh. like... Really, it's more green and brown, but like... 12%, yeah. 12%, okay, thank you. So uh, this is called Baby Kittens. Kittens. 6.5% New England-style IPA. Um, sure, yeah, it's hazy. 
It is um, hoppy. I feel like this has got probably got a lot of citra in it. I like the nose on this. It smells good. I um, I, <laughs> is this a New England that I like? What? Maybe it is. I'll buy it. Wow. Wells oh. hates it. Wells hates it because I like it. Not uh, because I like it, but since I like it, Wells is probably going to hate it. Uh, wow. This has a just a massive amount of citra to it. And I'm kind of thinking like, wow, this beer has like, it's called Baby Kittens from Fat Orange Cat. And it smells like cat piss, which is good. But also, like, it's just a lot for me. And first beer, second show, I'm just like, ah. I'm being a, a grumpy boy about it. You're being a grumpy cat. I get it. I know. I have one of those at home, but I'm also going to know by this. Josh. You just poured it. You just poured it. Yep. I mean, you could do it. I'm not going to complain because I do like this beer. Um, I know a lot of times you guys think I try to troll you. I don't intentionally try to troll you. Fat Orange Cat is one of those breweries that I see. It's almost like, all right, so here's a prime example. Uh, inside of the Keyser, to prove that I'm not trying to troll, there is the dreaded new anthem IPA <sighs> that I purposely did not put on the show. Is it bad? It's not terrible, but it's not great. You know it's we're not, not going to like it. I know you guys aren't going to like it, right. so why am I going to waste my time? But this one has Motueka, Azaka, and Citra. That other one was Citra, Azaka, and Motueka. It's completely yeah. different. What? It's different. Why didn't we have that on the show? Open it right now. I mean, I'll you, wait. You you can no, if I'm you want gonna, to. But Vat Orange Cat is another one of those breweries that I feel like I buy a ton of but i don't bring a bunch of their beer on the show because i feel like it's the same thing as new anthem it's kind of the same ipa that they tweak differently but this one it just it felt like it actually hit different and i knew at least one of you would like it i was surprised it's jeff simcoe doesn't scare me off and you know me i'm a citra junkie so like it's all in my wheelhouse yeah that's that's true but uh, i do like this quite a bit and yeah i'll absolutely buy it whole bunch of baby orange kittens and one brain cell to split between them. Cool. Next beer up. Static Interference from Southern Strain. This is a New England IPA. It yes. is uh, hazy. And this gets back to like there's something on the, the back end of this that is what I don't like about the hazy IPAs. I don't like the way this finishes. Um... This one didn't work for me. I'm a no-buy. Quilts? Uh, can y'all vamp? I don't know. I'm kind of <clears throat> are you, curious are you, as to what the... Uh, it's a fresh beer. I mean, it's not... Yeah, I was going to say. So I did actually date check all of these. Yeah. And, and unlike we, the pipe works. Yeah, yeah, and we double-checked you. Yeah, no, it's, it's January. I mean, no, like, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to see what the... No, it's fine. I mean, I mean like, you know... I guess for me, like, there is something. One of these days, I'll figure out how to properly articulate why New England IPAs don't work for me. And there, and there's something about like this one. There, so, well, I, I think I can tell you. Okay, please. Based off of the two beers that we just had back to back, yes. That fat orange cat has got a very aggressive hop profile to sure. it. Sure, sure, sure. That. 
tastes almost like a baby West Coast. Okay. Whereas this is a very soft boy. And I just, I think plain and simple, you don't like the soft boy stuff. And, and, and I think I think you're right. Um, and I would also add that I feel like, again, there's something that, that's going on, you know, like as I'm sipping this, as it crosses my palate, just as it finishes, it's like got this body to it that I just don't love. And, and I feel like right now... It's that soft boy body. Right now, where I really enjoy a hoppy beer, especially is when it comes in hoppy and then finishes clean and then it's gone. Right. Whereas this is kind of like, ah, yes. We're going to hang out for a while. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't love that. I mean, that's how, that's how I feel, at least to my palate, that's what these two beers are. Yeah. One does clean, uh, finish very clean, very quick. Yep. This one likes to hang out on the tongue for a while. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just if as that's a personal preference, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not how I enjoy beer. Wells. Oh, I'm going for this. Uh, I okay. really enjoy it. Uh, what I wanted to vamp was I was trying to see what the hop hop profile that okay. they reused for this was. And the beer description area of their website gave me no insight. And untapped was no help either. So, Gotcha. Because... Uh, I, I wanted to know what this was hopped with. I, I think this is a shitload of fun. So uh, it's it's not as in-your-face citra forward as that last one was. I mean, there's a little bit more going on here, and I'm kind of intrigued, and we'll uh, be buying some more. Josh? So it's, it's kind of funny <clears throat> that Southern Strain has now become one of those. I see it, and especially if it's an IPA of any sort, I don't really care what it is. If it's a West Coast, if it's a Hazy, I'm probably going to buy at least one of them. Yep. Because I I know what they can do. Um, this one definitely does have a completely different profile than the Fat Orange Cat. For real. And I do think that's part of where the Hazy stuff can either... You can love it or you can hate it, and mm-hmm. I think that's why I do like the hazy style as much as I do, because you get two wildly different variants of a beer with the same base style just in those last two cans. And this is another good example of it's a good hazy. Yeah, uh, I, but I, if I, you I, don't like that soft, I'm going to hang out on your palate for a while yeah. thing. This is not for you. And it, it, it all of that makes a hundred percent sense to me. I understand and appreciate that you all like it for that reason. Yeah. Absolutely. Next For that reason, I'm out. Uh, up next, from uh, Schilling Beer in, to quote Bob Wiley, New Hampshire? New Hampshire. I should have figured that out. Uh, this is the Footer Lagered Indicator, a German-style dark lager Doppelbach at 8%. This is fantastic. I, I really like this beer. It is... Easy drinking, it's smooth, it's clean, it's crisp, and yet it has layers of complexity to it. Um, yeah, I uh, ISO, I guess. Uh, really like this one. Big buy. Wells? 8%. Like, where How? the hell are where? they hiding this? Because, like, oh, it's a, a dark log or whatever, which I know, like... Uh, which I use your words, come I know, on. Which I know, double box like are dark loggers, but this just absolutely steamrolls my sobriety. I really like this one, and I'm um, looking forward to drinking the other three that I have in my cooler. Big buy, Josh. 
Uh, that's if you make it to your car with your cooler. <clears throat> Try me. Uh, we about to. How big a boy are you? Yeah. My name is Roy D. Mercer. We about to, bud, because this shit slaps. Like, I've always argued that this was the style that old mech should have done year round. And it killed me that they never did. And, and when they did, it was always like, well, you know, you got Bach and Frubach and like Yulebach and these are our high gravity beers at six and a half to seven percent. And it's like, no, brother, make a Doppelbach. Yes. You'd be surprised. Yeah. And yet, now they're instead they're making English barley wines in a West Coast IPA. I, I can't wait to see when their English barley wine weighs in at like seven and a half percent. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, wrong, wrong. This is one of those. Or to, to quote Roy Kidd, no. This is one of those styles of beers that I have long railed against, that, not against, for, that needs to be made more. And yeah. when it's made right and it's made well, it's fantastic. A Doppelbach is a fantastic beer. And then, heaven forbid, you put it in a barrel. Yeah. I mean, like, to, I, I will, like... There are those, I wish I could go back in time and figure out a way to make it work moments of your beer careers, right? Right. And I'll never forget sitting at Southern Strain having their George Dickel barrel-aged Doppelbach and like begging the bartender to find a way to get me a to-go container of it so I could bring it for the show. Like That that sounds fantastic. I will always remember that beer. Which, uh, and I was going to say, so... This is another reason why you need to go to Kilda because they've got a Doppelbach and it's fucking fantastic. Man. Sure, no, no, it's I, absolutely fantastic. Look, it, you know, it's more a matter of opportunity and time and yeah, yeah totally, whatever. totally. It's it's it'll happen one of these days. It'll all our schedules will work out and we'll go, you know, run in the town and it'll be great. Yeah, and and this is a beer style that needs to happen more. Uh, where is this brewery out of? New Hampshire. New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. I just made the... You the, did. The, where, what about Bob joke? You, you know how the show works. I can't remember what happened two minutes ago. Are you a goldfish? Yes, I am. Totally. That's another... What yeah, about Bob? Yeah. Like, no, this is after Gil? <laughs> Gil? Hold on. He needs to breathe. No, this is absolute bye. Thank you, Wallace, for bringing this. Absolutely fantastic. Final beer up. Final beer up. Dr. Leo Marvin... No, okay. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Leo... I'm so watching that tonight. Uh, final beer up. Um, our last bottle of the Breakside stouts that I brought back. Again, I, I can't sing enough praises of the folks at Breakside. Um, they make fantastic beer, and they were super warm and welcoming. Um, and so this was one of the beers that we tried while we were there that uh, kept getting brought out. This one's called Squee. Squee. This, this is an imperial rice stout aged in bourbon, maple, and rye whiskey barrels. Weighing in at 12.5%, uh, 10 casks used in the blend, aged for 11 months. I was a little nervous as a 2021 beer with maple like I was just afraid that this was going to be a sugar bomb, and it isn't. It's just a an absolutely delicious imperial stout. Again, I, I know we make the joke we're not sponsored by Breakside, but oh my goodness, this is this is phenomenal. 
Big, huge buy for me. Wells? If we were sponsored by Breakside, they really need to send us a new shipment because we're dry. I'm working on the Life Series. Oh, word. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Get your knee pads ready. Oh, God. I need more barley wine like I need a hole in my head. But Well, you got a one. Never mind. So what do you think? Oh, man. This is really good, and this is a buy. That said, I, I'm just still picturing that let your indulgence set me free. Because in a cage match between those two, it's not this beer that's walking out. It is definitely the uh, that peated whiskey. Sure. Uh, and yet... This is really good, super pie, but my God. <laughs> Josh. It's, that logic made no sense, but okay. No, I, like, I get where he's at, right? Like, I mean, you know, if we had to, like, mix up the lineup, and if I had to put both of these in the same show, which I would never do. Right. Because it's too much. It, oh, yeah, it's totally. Not, it's, it's not fair to compare them to each other because they're both excellent on their own. Yeah, absolutely. However, if you did, like, I get it. Yeah, I guess I get it. Indulgence um, by a nose. It, it is amazing that the maple is still here, but it's not overly maple. Like, when Wells was going through his maple phase, uh, there would be times where sometimes I'd be a little too much. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. I felt like diabetes in a bottle. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and make up some pancakes. I see he's put a maple beer in the show. I'm just going to make us some pancakes and I'll bring them. And that way, in case, you know, like we can just go ahead and pour it just directly. Exactly. Uh, this Look, special is evil twin once. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I, I, so strong. I feel like the maple has faded enough, but you can sell. You can tell it's still there. Like you get the tongue coating from it. Mm. You get the little kind of sweet vanilla kick from it. Everything about this beer works out just beautifully. Sorry. It's it's amazing that these guys can do this. Like. Oh God! I would just want to live in their barrel room and just like hook everything up via IV and just let me. That's how I want to die. Just let me go out with all the barrels. I mean, it's not a bad way to go on IV, and not I'll just. A bad way oh to go. God! Yeah, absolutely. Bye. Anyway, it's time for I tap that. Pretty simple. Out of the beers that we've gushed over on the show, which one are we going to put on our kegerator at home, Jeff? Where are you going? Um, I, I would absolutely destroy a keg of that indicator. Hands down. Period. Um, I, I think I like the squee more, but um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... Josh is going to get pissed at me here in a second. Oh, you screwed up the spreadsheet. No. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually... I'm going to tap the indicator because I feel like I'm going to drink through that faster, but I'm also buying a keg of the squee because it's just excellent. So for all the times that I, I no tap. You're double tapping? Yeah, I'm going to double tap. Fine. Wells? Oh, man. What a time to have taste buds because uh, that squee was super tasty. Static interference was what I was after, but boy, that indicator, like, I I need a bourbon barrel-aged version of this, or a rye whiskey oh, uh, yeah. barrel-aged version of this. This was uh, exceeded my expectations. I cannot believe how smooth an 8% beer can be. Like, this is trouble. 
Big buy. Josh. This almost doesn't feel fair. Like, that fat orange cat was delicious. Yeah. Um, for real, for real. Kind of one of those breweries that, again, like, I, it, I, I look at them like New Anthem. I don't feel like you guys are going to like anything that I bring on from them, and I'm surprised one actually kind of worked, at least for two of you. No cap. Um, God. Stop. The Southern Strain is fantastic. And then we get to a doppel, and the game just changed. Oh, God. And it's not fair, because, of course, I'm going to tap that. But, God damn, there's some good ones. Some fantastic beers tonight. So, so very good. I mean, while I don't necessarily care so much for that static interference, I mean, like, this is, was a really good lineup. Yeah, it was. I love it when that works out. I know, like, sometimes it, it can just be a, a fucking shit show and we don't sometimes know. Sometimes Josh brings beer and it's all, like, two-hearted BS. And we hate it all. Yeah, that sucked. That still sucked. Like, that was just disappointment after disappointment. But Yes, that's a good show title. You, yeah. should, you should go with that. Yeah, I did. Anyways, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Come check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Find links to our old episodes. Uh, our Patreon link. We've got a Facebook. Uh, but mainly, like, you know... Go bug Josh in the Twitters at CBcast. Slide into his DMs. Tell him about how you have these great beers in your market that we can't get here in Charlotte and how badly you want us to try your beer. And then we'll work out some kind of a trade or something. Or honestly, even better, just send us beer. Josh will give you an address. And then yep. we'll uh, name drop you and uh, you know pimp your Maybe personal thing, but we're not talking about your SoundCloud. That's another thing. Yeah, and just be prepared that we might be assholes about the beer you sent. No, no, we will be. Well, we're just going to be honest. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, there we go. We're honest. How about that? Yeah. Meanwhile, like uh, Chase has moved to the the region, as it were. Nice. And he's quit sending us stuff. That's oh, weird. That's nice. <sighs> it's been since November. I mean... <sighs> Of course, Chuck swears he's sending something too. So whatever, <sighs> whatever. God, I don't think we've had a Chuck bomb in a while. Yeah, it's okay. Wells, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at all the Wells on the Instagrams and the Twitters, and uh, yeah, definitely give Josh a follow on Twitter if uh, your entire feed is uh, cross check-ins from Untapped. No, don't. Yeah, do not instant block. CB cast, right? Yeah. There I mean, we go. Where, I don't where pay, else are you? I don't pay attention to that feed unless it's an at mention. So you can post all your Instagram and, and or your untapped check-ins to, to that. I don't pay attention to it because unless you at mention us, if you start at mentioning us with your untapped, I'm going to block you. Anyways, besides being right here, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshABC. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. Throw some stories up there. We will definitely talk about it. Give you some updates and all kinds of other fun, other fun stuffs. And uh, other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.